All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios, like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else, from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, everybody. This week, I am trying to follow my own podcast advice and actually take a real vacation. No checking email or Twitter or reading 50 online articles a day. I'm going to try and make some space for deeper thinking. I think it's going to be good for both of us. Okay, so this is an encore episode of a show from earlier this year. It's called Nine Things We Learned About Phones from a Teenager. It was one of our most popular episodes. You're going to hear why if you haven't heard it before. Enjoy. Meet Grace. Hello, this is Grace from Westchester. I'm a 16-year-old girl. I have an iPhone 4, and I'm going to record my activities on it for the next few days. I'm Manoush Samarodi. You've just met 16-year-old Grace and her phone. And I've been wanting to understand more about how teenagers use their phones, what they're actually doing when we just see the tops of their heads. Warm and lovely Grace was happy to explain. So it's lunch. I've texted a bunch. Also, I went on Instagram before Jim. My friends were like, "So can we leave?" Like, not. She's got kind of a fast, tangential way of talking, but stick with her. I'll go over who I texted. Obviously, I'm not going to name names, but I can expand on like what a teenage text about. Like, there was like some group chat drama. Yeah, group chat drama, meaning awkward social situations on a texting app. Yes, they're friends with all of us, but we didn't know like if. We necessarily wanted them in the group chat or... Full confession, I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, and I'm kind of scared of teenagers, so this was also parental research. Yes, yeah, so then we took some cute selfies the next morning. Those were Snapchats. And yeah, this is just one um, teenager's perspective. Sorry, sorry. And then... But I think you're going to enjoy this episode. Nine things that I learned from a teenage girl about smartphones. I've been hearing from people across the country who have signed up for our Bored and Brilliant project, and some of them have signed up as families. Yes, parents and their teenagers who are going to do this together. That is so awesome. But I'm kind of wondering who's going to have more trouble putting down their phone. Is it the kids or are the parents? Let's get back to Grace. She's a junior in high school, has absolutely stunning long strawberry hair, She's hoping to get into AP photography. Her favorite song changes often, but this week it's Don't Wait by Mapei. Grace is growing up in Westchester. She is very solidly upper middle class. She's close enough to take the train into New York City, but she's suburban enough to be riding around in cars a lot. And then so like after school, my friend came here and like we were texting 
the whole time before she came, there's like a group chat. So group chats and messaging friends, this is by and large the most common thing that she does with her phone. We at my house for a while and it was really fun. But we were all texting in the group chat still. And as you're hearing in the audio diary that Grace kept for us, the texting, it just never stops, even when she and her friends are all together in person. And then we were FaceTiming my other best friend in the group chat. And she like, kept telling us to come over, but we were cuddling in my bed. So like, we're, we like weren't trying to get up. Okay, so lots of texts, probably around 100 to 200 a day. Well, there's like texting and there's messaging and like, like, cause there's there's different forms. Like, there's obviously like text message, iMessage that comes with your phone. But then there's, I have a group chat in, um, I have two group chats in uh, GroupMe, which is basically a big. It's messaging for big groups, and then um, there's like 20 people in that. So all the texting, you know, it didn't really surprise me. I'd heard about this, but it was when I got Grace into the studio to chat. Hey, Hi. Are you Grace? Yeah, I'm Grace. I'm That's where the real revelations began. Okay, so let's start. The nine things I learned. I'm just going to, like, tally off the things that grown-ups are worried about, right? First up, some good news. Cyberbullying, it's not really as rampant as you may think. I've never cyberbullied. I don't think it's... Like, you hear these stories on the news of, like, these people who are, like, hounded by it, but I've never heard in my, or, like, in my, like, people I know. Like Keeping in mind, Grace is just one teenage girl and certainly not representative of all teenagers. But the government's 2013 Youth Risk Behavior Surveillance Survey, yeah, I didn't know that existed either, it found that 15% of high school students were electronically bullied in the previous year. I thought it would be way more, but maybe I just listened to too much media, huh? Of course, like, like people say like snotty things and like or someone will like unfollow someone on Instagram or something like that. But it's not like like awful, awful, like go kill yourself, etc. So the vast majority of mean stuff isn't making teenagers suicidal. That's a plus. But just listening to Grace describe the nasty stuff that teenagers still do is giving me like flashbacks. And the cyber version of teenage hazing, it is cold. Like Grace told me that in a group chat, kids will talk about someone who isn't in the group. Then they will invite that person to join so that he or she can scroll back into the archive and see all the things that the group said about him or her. Sometimes like people like, think it's funny to like add them, but then they can see literally all of your messages. So I don't You know, in the 80s and 90s, at least the mean girls had to look you in the eye. OK, moving on to number two. Teenagers don't actually put everything on Instagram or Snapchat, and it's not actually that hard to hide photos from prying parents. There's things called photo vault, and basically you can lock up pictures with, like, a passcode. Oh. Yeah, like, I have one of those. I, I, have, I have, like, five friends who have those. Like, oh. it just, yeah. Just, photo vault. Okay. Yeah. And you just, is it free? Yeah. And you just lock up your, like, what pictures on your phone? Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, photo vaults. Look into it. Number three, despite what us tech journalists say, Grace and her pals are not that into anonymous apps, you know, sites where you can post things incognito. That wave has already crested, friend. Ask FM was big a few years ago, and some people still have it, but it's, it's like kind of random now, kind of irrelevant. Um, well, Yik Yak was big for a while. Okay, so Yik Yak is like Twitter, but you can only see the posts from people who are geographically near you, and there are no names. Anecdotally, it seems like right now it's bigger on college campuses than high schools where it gets banned a lot. But, you know, correct me if my sources are wrong, listeners. It was that big at the school because that's where everyone could post and everyone could see everything. So then the school, like, blocked it. But also, like, so it was, like, cool at first and, like, 
it was all like the normal people doing this but then like like i don't want to say weird people that sounds bad but um then like other people found out about it and then it became like each friend group like had their own thing on it and it was just like bizarre yeah and who wants to hear about people you don't hang out with anyway as you can hear these apps come and go very quickly kind of like hair bands did in central jersey long long ago feel sad okay number four and this is bad news I might have to buy phones for my children earlier than I had expected. So here's the thing, Grace. Uh I don't have teenagers. I have little kids. And actually, for the very first time last night, my son was like, so Gilad has a computer. Gilad has a phone. And I think mm-hmm. my seven-year-old's completely lying. He's in second grade. Yeah. I was like, you're not getting a phone. No, He's there's like, always, like, the one kid that gets it super early. Oh. Yeah, yeah there oh, is. Okay. So maybe Gilad does have one. Anyway, I said to him, I was like, no, he doesn't. And you can't get one until you're older. And he's like, what? Not till I'm eight? And I was like, no, buddy. Like, 13. No, I'd say I'd say end of elementary school, early middle school. Or, it, like, early middle school, yeah. Is that when you got yours? Yeah. I got mine as, like, a graduation gift. But that's from, when, like, what? Elementary school. Really? Elementary school? I I am not looking forward to this. But I can see that when my son starts walking to school on his own, hell yeah, I want to be able to call him. It's kind of a big year for cell phones here in New York City, by the way, because the ban on phones in public schools just got lifted. So now it's up to each principal to decide what their policy is for their own school. In Grace's Spanish class, there's a box where all the kids have to dump their phones when they walk in. So... There's a tip, New York City school teachers. And just to underscore that, coming up, what you were wondering about, the deal with sexting. So a picture of his penis is what you're saying. Oh, I didn't, you didn't say the word earlier, so I didn't know. We can say it. Let's just say it. Okay. Okay, penis. So So that's going to be fun. Coming up, more schooling from Grace about what teenagers are really doing with their phones. We're back. You're listening to Note to Self. I'm Anoush Samarodi, and this is an encore of my conversation with 16-year-old Grace. Which brings us to number five of the nine things that she taught me about teenagers and their phones. Sexting. Ah. (laughs) Some do, some don't. But for teenagers, sexting is just kind of normal. What about sexting? Because that's another thing that parents are very worried about. I yeah. Mean, I, this, yeah. I feel like that also is a thing that parents have have more concerns about than kids do. Like, Have you ever gotten a sext? No, but like I know people who have. Have you ever sent a sext? No. Would you? No. Never, never? I mean, this seems very personal. <laughs> that's true. But, but like, is that, I don't know, maybe it's like part of I mean, like, dating I, or something now. I mean, like... It's not, like, unheard of. Like, I, like, I mean, like, people, like, they, I've heard of people who have, but it's not as big, like, I he- I've heard of awful stories in, like, other towns where, like, this girl, like, sent out this video and, like, all this stuff and, like, everyone saw it and she switched schools, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, at my school, what I've heard from, like, a few guys, like, have, like, a picture of, like, a few girls or, like. What are they, like, of their. No, I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen it, but. Like, like, exactly, ex- I'm a junior, but last year when I was a sophomore, like, there was this really pretty senior, and, like, she was cool and stuff, and, like, there's pictures of her going around, but, like, no one really cared, like... Nobody cared? 
No, it's not like, oh, like she sent nudes. Because this guidance counselor told me that she had a sex ed class and all the girls whipped out their phones with pictures of you know what and we're like so how come they all look so different and she was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, like like pictures people had sent them yeah that they had received i mean like people do that yeah i mean like people sex also but okay wait so, a yeah. minute okay do so they or don't they uh, well it's just like it's different because it's not like it's not like um pe- some people snapchat sex which is just dumb because you can screenshot and like let's say one of my acquaintances a guy was snapchatting her and like um he sent her a picture of what we were discussing earlier in the sex class and then um not like a so bad picture e- of his penis is what yeah. you're saying oh i didn't you didn't say the word earlier so i didn't we know can say it let's just say it. okay okay penis so yeah. he sends her a picture of his penis yes okay and then does she, that mean like a guy likes you if he sends you a picture of his penis or is that I mean, like, like cyberbullying which no, one is it it's not cyberbullying but just like Either like that's gross. Yeah, no, it's very gross. But it's also it's usually just like well, he was drunk, and so that was his like rationale, and like but like yeah, but like it's usually just like horny guys trying to get a picture back, and like most okay. girls just look at it and just like like that's like no. Do they ever like post it on their Facebook page or try no. to shame them or something? No, it's just like you look at it like it, maybe like you tell your friends, but I, I don't know. Like the, she didn't like screenshot or anything. That would be bizarre. I mean, like people people have asked me, but I'm just like not interested. Like no. Ooh, okay. Uh, number five just exhausted me. Can let's just take a minute to recover here. Okay, thank you. Number six. This is much more wholesome. Kids still use paper. Well, what do you do your homework on? Um, well, I do. I mean, I write down my homework. You do your homework on a computer, right? No, I do my homework on loose leaf. You do? Yeah. You do your homework on loose leaf yeah. paper? Yeah. You don't. You're not in front of a computer the whole time. I mean, like sometimes I. Sometimes teachers will post homework online or – no, yeah, no. You write your papers out by hand? Oh, like essays? No, essays we have to type, like 12 font, double space. Like there's a standard for that. But day-to-day homework I don't type. Oh, well, that makes me feel good. I thought like it was all on computers now. No. Huh. I'm back in my comfort zone. Now get a load of number seven. This is good. Grown-ups – there's a secret to charging your phone faster. Do you have any other tips for me? Like tips, tips that you think maybe only teenagers know? If you charge your phone when it's on airplane mode, it charges so much faster. Really? So much faster. I'm going to try that yeah. tonight. Yeah, it really works. We fact-checked Grace on this one, and she's totally right. Very good to know. I mean, how could I not have known, right? I mean, LOL. Oh, and LOL? Total teen faux pas. In fact, acronyms generally, cheesy, slightly mockable. Welcome to number eight. What are the acronyms that you're using these days? Like, I learned a new one. I'm a mm-hmm. little slow, so don't laugh at me. Okay. I-L-Y-S-M. Oh, yeah. I love you so much. I love, I love you so, so much. much. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes there's an F in there. I, I love I you L- so effing much, yeah. basically? Yeah. Okay. Yep. What else? Um, oh, I've been using O-F-C right now. <laughs> That's what it stands for, of course. But, like, it's just, it's a lot cuter. Like, just O-F-C? like, O-F-C, exclamation point. <laughs> like, <laughs> of course. Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and any other good ones that like, a um, lot of people are using? I mean, like, WTF is still relevant. Always. Um, Like, people say LOL, but, like, when I, like, when people say LOL, I don't read it LOL, because it's like, LOL, like, that's something, like, pe- like, people write that, like, old people write that on Facebook, like, all caps, like, LOL. But, like, you got that? Like, I, I, Only old people LOL on Facebook, all right? And absolutely no lolling. 
All right. We're at the end here. The ninth thing that Grace taught me about teenagers and their phones. And this one is serious and really hard. Try and trust your kids with their phones. Give them space to mess up. Don't go through their phone. That would, that's not good. Um, also, that's, like, even if you have good intentions, it's it's going to backfire. Like, I mean, like, if your kid's in high school and, like, you're asking what's on their phone, like, they're they're going to start getting, um, what's that word? Um, paranoid. paranoid. They're going to get so paranoid. They're going to delete all their texts. They're going to get a photo of all They're going to do all this stuff and all this measures, change their passcode, like, once a week. Okay, so we really have no choice but to trust our kids because they will always find a way to use technology to work around us. And as for asking them to put the phone away or use it less, Grace says it's really the grown-ups who are to blame for the constant phone usage. Kids have their phone all the time, but parents have their phone all the time. It's always like, where are you? Like, what are you doing? Etc. Like, why didn't you answer my call? Like, well, aren't I have my phone too much on me. Like, I spend too much time on my phone. Like, I can't answer your phone. Oh, we grown-ups. We want it both ways. So yes, I learned from Grace that we have to trust our kids with their phones. Not only because we have no choice, but guess what? Bonus, if you do you might have a healthier relationship with them. And I think my happiest moment was when I was listening back to Grace's audio diary that she kept. Listen, this part. So it's lunch. I've texted a bunch. Like, yeah, fair amount. I called my mom because in APUSH, APUS history, we're doing like a mock trial. And I just, I got a really big role and I was so excited. So I called my mom. The first person she called after something nice happened to her in history class was her mom. So some lucky parents, like Grace's, they get to hear firsthand about the good stuff she wanted to call her mom. I hope every parent gets a treat like that in the middle of the day. Grace's parents are obviously doing something right. I hope you enjoyed Grace as much as I did. Were you as freaked out? Maybe not. Maybe you're savvier than I am. And if this episode got you thinking about the teenager in your life and wanting to know what they're doing with their phone, we actually created sort of a, a way to start the conversation. You can go to note2self.org and we have a list of questions. You can get them to listen to Grace and then ask them these questions. And that can be whether you're a parent, a teacher, an auntie, a friend, however you want to do it. Anyway, we've got some amazing episodes coming up that you are not going to want to miss. We're going to be talking about intimacy and clutter and an app that thinks it can solve the problem of not enough executive level women. Like, really? I tried it out. You'll see. So subscribe to the podcast, however you listen. Why? Actually, this is the real reason why. Because it messes with the player's algorithm and then it puts it in front of more people to discover the show. People who will potentially join in on making sense of our techified world here on Note to Self. And come on, I know that you love messing with algorithms, so just go ahead and do it. Email us at note2self at wnyc.org or just post on Facebook with questions and comments. We love hearing from you. The Note to Self team is Jen Poyant, Ariana Tobin, Andrew Dunn, and me, Manoush Samarodi. Special help from Jackie Snow on this Grace episode. And I'll talk to you next week. Do you have any questions for me? Um... Would you track your kid without telling them? Oh, God. No. You know, look, like if my kid turned into like a heroin addict, yeah, yeah I would. I mm-hmm. would. But I really hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Right? Oh, God.